host, Emily. I am glad you're here. This little podcast is a safe space to talk about the movies we love, the good and the bad, acknowledging their issues and celebrating their successes with a healthy dose of nostalgia thrown in for good measure. And usually I do a book recommendation, but we're not going to do that because today on the podcast, the weirdos are back. But before we dive into today's conversation, a quick ask. If you like the podcast and want a free and super easy way to support what I do, please consider rating or reviewing the podcast wherever you listen. You can also just share the podcast with someone or someones you know that you think might enjoy the fun as well. Word of mouth marketing. I would be ever so appreciative. So we decided we needed to talk Marvel today. Why? Because we just finished Loki mm-hmm. and it broke our hearts into a million different pieces, but it also mended the heart back together in a really beautiful way. So we haven't talked Marvel on here, I don't believe. I don't remember talking Marvel. I don't think so. I don't think mm-hmm. so. Mm-mm. I mean, we probably mentioned Loki because Tom Hiddleston, but yes. I don't think we've discussed. Uh, no, we're going to talk about Tom Hiddleston a lot. I created a nickname for him because we were talking about him for so long. And so I named him Tim Hiddlebaum. And we were a little worried because, fun fact, we did get to meet him once. And I was afraid I was going to call him Tim Hiddlebaum because it had just become a part of our vernacular. Uh, but we didn't because we didn't really have, we couldn't <laughs> we'd, we'd verbalize anything. There was no vocalizing anything of any sort. I thought Aubrey was going to faint. Oh. I was like, I'm going to have to pick Watson up off the New York streets and try to get her back to the, to the hotel. Jessica was on there. I had her sneaky FaceTiming and she got up close and personal <laughs> with him. Um, so it was it was an, an adventure we will never forget. He's so pretty. He's so pretty. Didn't Tim Hiddlebaum come from a dream? It did. It did. It did. you were married to him. I don't know if I was married to him. You but were dating, dating him and you didn't want to tell me yes, the dream because yes. you thought I'd be mad. Yes, that <laughs> And was I it. would. And you brought him it. home. So I was like, no, not- his name is Tim Hiddlebaum. <laughs> and I didn't tell her. And then he did come home with me and I had to break the news to her that, yes. hey, Watson, um, there's something I haven't been telling you. Oh, it was a good dream. Oh, <laughs> good times. Um, so I did throw down a challenge, and Watson does not like this particular no. challenge because it was meant to be hard. So along with the conversation about Loki, and we'll try not to do too much spoilery stuff if that's possible, um, but we're going to have to list ranking our top three Marvel movies. Movies in particular. <laughs> yes. Uh, one, because we collectively have not watched... <laughs> A ton of the extras. Yeah. Um, but because the movies used to be near and dear to our hearts. Mm-hmm. They don't hold that same space anymore because yeah. we're I'm done. It's, I'm tired. I'm tired. It's, it was a good, what, 15 mm-hmm. years of movies through Endgame? And I really thought the Endgame was a fabulous like end, end. of the arc. And that, that was a good, other than the Loki series. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which was kind of an end of an arc, like it the was. same arc, mm-hmm. because they set that arc in place in Endgame. All right, so Loki, if you are unfamiliar with Loki, but you're still listening, good for you. <laughs> uh, he is the the god of mischief. Mm-hmm. He is the step no, adopted son of Odin um, and was raised with Thor, it turns out. Not blood. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did not realize that. And things go awry for him at the very beginning of the Marvel Universe. Uh, have you? How long has it been since you watched the Thor movie, the first uh, one? The first one? It has been quite a while. I mean, like, and I feel like I've seen bits and pieces because there was a lot of flashbacks, especially in Loki season one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, even in, I would say, uh, 
Endgame and that sort of thing when there there was a lot of references to what had happened. Uh, but actually sitting down and watching that first Thor movie, it's been a while. It's been a while. What about you? Have you watched that one? Jessica's not watched all of them yet. I have not watched all of them. I did go through a period where I tried to watch lots of them. At the time, <laughs> I think it was all of them. It was at least four or five years ago, though, so... I'm a little behind, yeah. Um, but I do tend to throw them on in the teen room at the library every so often, and I think it hasn't been super long since I put on Thor. It had been a while for me. I decided after the end of the Loki series that I was going to go back and do a rewatch of the Loki arc, which Disney Plus was so kind to create that. <laughs> Which oh. was lovely. Uh, but they didn't put them in order, which I found a little Uh-oh. frustrating. I was like, why are you making me do this work? Just have them in the order I need to watch them. Yes. Uh, so it had been a very long time, and it holds up fine. Chris Hemsworth gets prettier <laughs> as, the se- as the series goes on. Tim, Tim, Tom, Tom Hiddleston looks so very young in the first one. And so it's a little baby. startling. Um, but one thing that got me, and I did not pick up on it the first few times, because you get so into the, oh, who's the hero, who's the villain? Well, Thor's mm-hmm. the hero, Loki's the villain. No, no. Odin mm-hmm. is the villain, maybe of the entire mm-hmm. Marvel Universe. He is Agreed. horrible. He's a horrible father. He's a horrible king. And he did Loki wrong. He created the villain, Loki. I he do did. not believe that Loki had those villain tendencies in him. No, he's. I mean, it's, there's a fabulous scene with it in which Tom Hiddleston is basically crying when he finally realizes that he is a frost giant and Odin is there. And his line is something like, I'm the monster that parents tell their children about. Mm-hmm. Because Odin told him frost giants were monsters. Mm-hmm. And arguably, Odin is the one creating, doing genocide on the frost giants. They talk about how they're dying without their casket box thing. It's been a minute. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, he is, lead, he is causing the destruction of this whole species. And there's sort of an insinuation that he raised Loki so that Loki could then become the king of the frost giants. And then he'd have an ally. But, like... You can't do that while convincing your son he's evil. You, and yeah. you can't do that 20-some years in. That yeah. is a conversation that she... That's like kind of Adoption 101 that you, mm-hmm. you, you need to be having... The, oh, let's open Adoption, I guess. Yeah. You have to have yes. those conversations with the kids so you don't break identity of, uh-huh. wait, I am not who I thought I was. Yeah, so, um, so, so the sudden, like, oh, that's why I've been treated like this. Because mm-hmm. Odin was... Kind of, there's the insinuation that Loki had not been treated the same way Thor had his yeah. whole life. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that realization. He was always and treated the, as number two all the way through. You yeah. can see. That, uh-huh. Yeah. That's why that the very end of Thor, that I could have done it for you, for us, which they then echo in, in Loki. But it's, yeah, he wants to be a king that his dad would be proud of, even though his dad's an asshole. Yes. And what is so fun about the Loki character, because we won't go movie by movie here, but he had a complete arc. Mm-hmm. And not, I, I can't really think of another Marvel character that had that, that had a, a clear origin story of sorts, and then the trials and tribulations that they go through, and then mm-hmm. come out the other side making their own decisions. Iron Man, Tony Stark a little bit mm-hmm. in the final snap that... You know, yeah. he was accepting his fate of, well, I took on this mm-hmm. this yeah. role. I am going to do it. But he was still him. His personality, his character did not change yeah. 
For the really? most part, with the heroes, you get the human being, but kind of a jackass mm-hmm. at the beginning. Like mm-hmm. Thor, he was the jock. He was the, like, oh, God, you're the yeah. ick. But a decent person. Mm-hmm. I was going to say human being. He's not a human being. But, you know, like, a <laughs> generally good and Loki, you sort of didn't get that. He did terrible, terrible things. And you can dive deep into the insinuation in Avengers. Like, was he in control? Was he not in control? It looked like he'd been tortured, all of that. But, like, he, when he makes decisions, he makes terrible decisions yes. sometimes. But. But. But he, he was set up. He learned. But he was put in those circumstances yes. nine times out of ten. And he did learn from them. Mm-hmm. Um, so are you satisfied with the ending of the Loki arc? I am. I mean, I know that uh, Tom Hiddleston has said he's not saying goodbye to the character because he's done that twice before and mm-hmm. <laughs> keep bringing him back. So I like they sort of left it open a little bit with where he ended up. I'm trying not to actually say where he yes. ended up, but that other characters from the multiverse could come in contact with him, so we might get a bit that could be really fun. But mm-hmm. yes, I think that the choice he makes at the end of Loki and the reasons for it and his... It, it is a fabulous end to his arc. Yes. The choice he made and also the choice he didn't make, I think, was just as important and just as interesting for <laughs> that. Um, there was lots of screaming that yes. last episode of Loki. <laughs> We got really into it. It was a show that we did watch together. Watson came over and we watched each episode together. And um, you knew something. You're like, oh, no. You knew something was coming. And then Mm -hmm. what they did, just costuming-wise and visual-wise, was just so exciting. We were screaming. Um, So very good. Really enjoyed it. You should watch it if you haven't. I have. That is the only... Well, no, I watched WandaVision. Mm -mm. But that is the only other, like side thing i watched i watched the falcon and the winter soldier because i'm a big fan of the buddy cop vibe and i like sebastian stan a lot yeah Yeah, (laughs) i like both of them and i thought they that story arc was really good as well i watched hawkeye Mm -hmm. oh i want to watch that one. and i liked that one a lot i liked Mm -hmm. where they took that one i wanted to watch that one because of florence Pugh. (laughs) Yes. yes i was excited for her to come in um and what's her name the other girl. Oh, yeah. Haley Steinfeld. Yeah. That's something sure. like that. That feels... You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> um, I, I enjoy her, too. She's got mm-hmm. the quirky thing that can go off a pew really well, which is a lot of fun. She was edge of 17? Yes. Mm-hmm. And she was in one of the Pitch Perfects, like two or three. Or three or I think. True Grit. Some I true Grit was her first yes. one. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, so... Good times. All right, well, now for the difficult conversation. Out of all of the Marvel movies out there, you have to, we'll go three, two, one. You can oh, only pick three. But it I know can be one from, and two. I don't know number three. Oh, well, we'll <laughs> make somebody else go first. Okay. And this could be, doesn't necessarily mean that you think it is the best. It is, it could be for sentimental reasons and that too. Um, so. That was the interesting thing as I was making my list, because I think the Marvel movie Marvel Cinematic Universe is unique in the sense that, like, I remember several of us went to go see Endgame together, and there was a moment in the theater where I was like, every single person in this theater has watched, because we saw it opening night or opening mm-hmm. weekend, like, they've all watched all of these movies, mm-hmm. and everyone was invested into these characters, so you went in recognizing everybody and knowing where they had started, and it was just, like, it was yep. an event. Yes, 
Yes, it was. So I'll, I'll go first. And it was my number three is because of that event feeling, but it's the first Avengers because I remember going and I went with my family. And at one point, my oldest brother stood up and cheered like the whole, <laughs> you, it was a palpable feeling within the, the theater that you got. But what was so fun is, you know, the people getting excited first time seeing all of the characters together but how well, I mean, not that he's not problematic, but he's a good storyteller. How well Joss Whedon weaved in so many characters that none of them got lost. None of them, none of them felt like a side character, like, well, why'd you even have them in here? Uh -huh. They were only on the screen for 30 minutes. And the way that story just kind of weaved and the humor. And I mean, the, the place went crazy when Hulk picks up Loki yes. and slaps yes. him around. Oh. Um, so there was just... There was that awe that we had watched so many films, even up until that point. Mm -hmm. And it's like how they weaved it was so intricate and so interesting. Um, it was one. I mean, I can still see us sitting in the row and my mm -hmm. brother, like at the edge of his seat, getting excited about mm -hmm. it. So that is my number three. That was a lot of fun. That one is on my list. It's a little higher up, but but. Yeah, mm -hmm. I liked that. And and they managed to do a whole new Hulk. And mm -hmm. like poor Mark Ruffalo had to just show up having not done one of these movies yet. <laughs> like, oh God. And there, it's incredibly quotable too. I mean, I just yes, had yes. that on not that long ago because of the Loki arc. And, you know, Tony stopped going, that man is playing Galaga. I mean, there's so <laughs> much of those little quippy things too when he's on the ground and his helmet's been destroyed and he's talking about the shawarma place and he goes, so shawarma after, right? Like, yes. but, he, but he just kind of held on to that. It just, uh -huh. there was a lot of that. And you start to see the Tony that is selfless. He's going to take that nuke up and, mm -hmm. you know, he doesn't know if he's going to make it back or not. But um, just really, really enjoyed that one in the theater. Uh-huh. Okay, what? Okay, <laughs> next. Um, yeah, so um, I think Shang-Chi would be my number that three. Was I, it was so much fun. We mm -hmm. saw it at the drive-in, mm -hmm. which was a lot of fun, too. And it was just, it was a different feel mm -hmm. to it than I think a lot of them. It had the folklore um, that went with it as well that was really fun. And then also, I mean... He's just so adorable. <laughs> so adorable. He, he managed is. to straddle that line of sometimes he's incredibly and sexy and sometimes he's like a teddy bear. Yeah, and you're and like, he, what? He's just super goofy at times too. And Aquafina was hilarious in it. Awesome. I just, she was kind of badass at the same time, but she's like, what are we doing <laughs> yeah. the entire time? Like, always a flow nature of like all of a sudden your friend, your best friend, you're like, what? And then yeah. you're in. I mean, it is one He's of the best man. action sequences, too, in the yes. bus. Yes, yes. the bus part was mm -hmm. amazing. But I love both, yes, that, that her looking at this, like, this is batshit crazy. Also, you're my best friend, so yes, yeah. I'm So I'm going to do what you want, yeah. But I love that there was no romance uh -huh. there. It was just these two are besties and have been besties forever, and yep. that's all there is. And I like that vibe between the two of them. Yes. I had I remember I love it. It's one that I, I put on quite a bit to just play in the background. I remember struggling a little because it was in that time of well, how is this going to connect to this new phase? Yes. I don't understand. Like what am what am I needing to know or yes. what I what do uh -huh. I need to remember or like kind of not panic watching, but that like I don't know what to take. Like I'm how taking it fit? all in. Is I just don't know how it's going but, to actually yes. match up with the rest. And then you know at the very end you're like oh, oh okay, okay. Yeah, it's wrong. You know what yeah. Also, is it just me or was his the guy playing his dad very attractive oh, as yeah. well? Very attractive yes. as well. Again, 
evil, but yes. you know, uh, yes, yes, but understandably and evil. Yes. Like he had put all of that down, and then you came into his house and murdered his wife. Yeah. Like ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Time oh, to punch back. All of the actors in it were just very fun. Oh, and Michelle yes. Yeoh. Yes. Oh, God. I've, I'm legitimately in love with that I woman. I think like, I am, too. She comes on a movie trailer, and I'm like, I don't even care. I'm going to see this now. What yes. is the the milkshake gunpowder oh, milkshake? milkshake. Oh, I love loved it. it. I love it so much. If you've not watched that on Netflix, you need to do that. Also, we need to renovate our library to look yes, like that. Yes. That, oh, my God. Yes, that children's department? Yes. It's very bloody, but so much fun. <laughs> so much fun. All right, you have um, to pick now. We've sold I do, as long as I we do. Can. Uh, okay, money. I'm going to go with Into the Spider Verse, which feels out of left field, but I have rewatched that one a lot. I love the animation style of it. It was just not what you were expecting. Mm-hmm. I thought the story was fantastic. The bringing in the different spider people from other universes and them all having their own vibes and stuff and like cartoon mm-hmm. styles was a lot of fun. Um, and I thought the story was just fantastic, and the music, like, oh my god, I haven't even watched the second one yet. I know it's been on Netflix for like yeah, I haven't watched it over yet. a week, and I really I've heard need to good watch things it. about it though yeah. that it that it was very cute as well. Mm-hmm. And I just got really excited when I heard Nick Miller's voice as a spider <laughs> person from New Girl. Yes, I just remember being like, yes, I love it. No, I really enjoyed that one, and it it's. It is a little out of left field because it feels like it's happening in the periphery, uh-huh. um, not a part of the main story, but it just gave a different life to the Spider-Man story, which yeah. I love. And the little Miles Morales, you just want to root for him always. Plus, Jason Reynolds wrote mm-hmm. the story, so you know you mm-hmm. just kind of really connect to that because he's an author and he's adorable. He is. He's, he's, he spoke at one of our con- library conferences a while back. I was not prepared for how funny he was. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> And he's like, his house has been an architectural digest. Like, he is a designer. His mom was like a designer or something, and he's picked up a lot of those things. He's also very attractive up close. Yes. When he starts talking, you're just like, oh, how (laughs) How are you? How is that flowing so well as you speak? Like, what? There's just something about his voice as well that's just, huh. Can I do an adjacent question before Mm -hmm. we dive into our number twos? Who's your favorite Spider-Man? Oh, crap. Uh, Andrew Garfield. Oh, I love him too. <laughs> it was he was the one I felt like nailed the snark yeah. and the humor that yeah. I expect from Spider-Man and his ability cuz there's one scene it's where he's going after the carjacker where he's joking and he's joking and he's joking and then he stops and he just does this head tilt as mm. the music goes dark and suddenly he's very scary. Yeah. And it was the body language was amazing. He is my favorite too. I love Tom Holland. I, just, I have yeah. not watched the Tobey like, Maguire's in a while. I loved, I mean, Tom Holland is just as adorable as it gets. Yes. And he plays the teenager side of it so much better. Yes. The other two just seemed too old. Yeah. They should have been in college. They should have been in college. I, I did love just, and I think just out of nostalgia, the Tobey Maguire ones I loved so much. Also, because you have Kirsten Dunst and then, you know, mm-hmm. the, the upside down Spider Man kids, and I loved oh. those. In middle school or whenever mm-hmm. they came yeah. out. I think the hard thing for me with those is the Sam Raimi stamp on mm. them. Yeah. Um, he has such a specific way of making films, which is not a bad yeah. way. I love Sam Raimi, but it it, it you notice it. It is something mm-hmm. you notice. Uh, and then Bruce Campbell shows up. And <laughs> that, I mean, that's cool, like, too. Um, but 
that I when you go back, it's just a different feel because of that. Really but is. I think Andrew mm-hmm. Garfield is mine with Tom Close because yeah. he's just he's just so cute. Mm-hmm. Yes. Just so cute. All right. I have to go next, don't I? You do. My number two. My number two is Thor Ragnarok. Uh, I remember the first five minutes in the theater when he's just spinning around in the cage and then he summons the the hammer and it just takes him and you know it's coming um there was so much about that that it was just fun it lightened things back up a little bit Mm because things had been getting serious so you got you got loki back which was exciting you got the relationship with the hulk um jeff goldblum showing up and doing just being jeff goldblum um you got to really understand the voice that is Taika Waititi. I mean, there was just a lot of it that I really enjoyed. It is one that I I don't watch Marvel all the time, but there's a handful of them that when I want it, I'll put certain mm-hmm. ones on. So that is my number and two. I, I legitimately believe that anytime Taika Waititi does a movie, he looks at the script and goes, what's the weirdest character? Yeah. I'm going to be the rock man. <laughs> and I... Another woman that I'm slightly in love with, Kate Blanchett. Oh, oh my God. She played so good. Like, when she used her hands like she was doing yes, back the hair, the and then the, the crown uh-huh. shows up, and she's scary, but you're also like, you're all pretty. Like, uh-huh. She can yeah. so just, pull off that, like, ethereal, She does. I mean, she's Galadriel. Woman. It makes sense. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. And I love, again... No romance in that movie, no. although uh, Jessica and I were talking earlier. There is a scene where it is solidly implied that that Loki has been sleeping with Jeff Goldblum to get his position. Oh, <laughs> like you have this I idea. That? That, I need to rewatch that, that. That's how he got favored. That basically he's the little boy toy. Well. <laughs> but Jeff for Goldblum, you, sir. For you. I'm assuming with the <laughs> insinuation that he was going to try and like usurp and take over, yeah. but wasn't Jeff Goldblum psychic in that? And like, you get Valkyrie yeah. for the first time. Oh, I love, love her. her. I love um, her and Hulk. That yeah. like relationship there. So that is my number two. All right, Jessica, what's your number two? Black Widow. Okay. Um, I nice. love me some Scarlett Johansson in general, but then David Harper uh, as <laughs> her father was honest, or her whatever father, was Fake honestly father. one of the best things I have ever mm-hmm. seen. Um, I love him from Stranger Things, obviously, but he just plays this adorable goofball of an He's trying so hard to not be a villain, but he's obviously uh-huh. yeah. such a villain. And the part where that they're singing together is it American Pie uh-huh. that they end up yes. singing. They're just it was so adorable, but I also then love her arc and the way that it fit together from the story that you know we had before. We mm-hmm. we knew she was you know a Russian spy and things had gone yeah. Yeah. kind of off the rails, but I loved her full backstory in that. And then Florence Pugh. And yes. you also realize <clears throat> then how important her found family is to yes. like why she reacts and what her ultimate sacrifice mm-hmm. is for those people that yeah. she calls family uh-huh. because she didn't have that. I but yeah, it. that's also just where I fell in love with Yelena and uh, Florence Pugh as love her. Pugh, and man. Just, love her oh, so much. Yes, she's just so kick butt, but so funny in yes. it as well. Mm-hmm. It's just, I loved it. Yes. All right. Um, I'm actually taking the first Avengers off my list just because I feel like we've already discussed yes. all of the reasons that would be on there. So I'm going to go with Civil War. Okay. Which 
sounds a little weird because most of you guys know I'm not actually a huge Captain America fan. I'm, I, I'm a big like fan him. of his I arms. Feel like, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like as a character, mm-hmm. I don't like him. Mm-hmm. Um, and But what I loved about Civil War is you had the two main guys on either side. You've got Captain America and Iron Man. And neither one is on the side that you would think they would yeah. be on. Tony is on the side of... We need structure. We need someone to keep us in check because we just helped destroy a city. And even the thing that happened in New York, there were nuclear bombs and things. Like, and he's dealing with all of this PTSD and issues. And Cap is going, but then someone else is deciding, and he doesn't want to be under any, you know, government agency that's taking control or anything like that. And that's where like Captain America starts to lose me because I'm like, but. So all of this is your personal, you decide where exactly yeah. the moral line goes. And I know, I love Bucky. I do. I love him. During Civil War, he was still activated by that phrase. Yes. And Black Widow had dumped all of the files online. So somebody says the wrong words and he starts killing people. I'm not saying that he needs to be, you know, locked up and tortured, but maybe, you know, contained. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be bad. Um... But I, I really liked... Why do that to Sebastian Stan? I don't know. I know. He's very pretty. But... <laughs> and I love where his character ends up with Falcon and the Winter Soldier and all of that. But, yeah, just going into Civil War, the fact that they put those two characters on sides that, like, oh, no, Tony's supposed to be the reckless, crazy one. The and rebel, he yeah. is, but only with himself. Yeah. He's not reckless with other people. Yeah. It's, it is, it's interesting because you, but at the same time you do see both sides and then mm -hmm. you think, um, yeah, I was just frozen for how many years and I've come out to a world I don't know, don't fully understand. And you want to put me under the thumb of somebody else that to use at their whim, you get that. But Mm -hmm. then you also like, there was funny, somebody sat down with some lawyers and be like, okay, would the Avengers be responsible for the destruction of New York City? And Mm -hmm. both of them were like, "Uh, in the end, we don't think so, because the destruction was already happening. But it's that idea, though, of like, what is what is the right? How? Yeah. Who makes the decisions? And it fits in like that's something that gets discussed with the X-Men universe a lot Mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. Like, okay. You can kill with a touch, and you know we regulate things like guns. We regulate things like cars. Mm-hmm. Like, well, how do how do you deal with a world where there are some people that can fly and yeah. open portals to other universes? Well, if you're not careful, then you end up with Agents of Shield, and then everybody's yeah. keeping Coulson. everybody from. Yeah. <laughs> I just like, put Coulson in charge of everything. I like Ant Man showing up. I like the yes. first glimpse of the Spider Man. Yes. Tom mm-hmm. Holland's Spider Man was a lot of fun. Um, so, no, that's a good choice. I like that line. I don't know how old he is. <laughs> I found him in Brooklyn. What do you want from me? Yeah. All right. So we're down to number one, aren't we? Because I don't mm-hmm. have any no. additional questions. My number one is Endgame. Oh, good choice. I I remember well, I remember sitting next to you, Watson, going, "Don't just start bawling. She'll see you just bawling." <laughs> but those when but everybody comes no. together, when the women go and have uh-huh. part of the battle for themselves, when you hear the Falcon say on your left and you're like, Oh, it's just a gut. There were so many moments of that where you felt it all coming together Mm -hmm. and all happening the way it kind of felt like it needed to happen when everybody started to show back up. It's just, it was a little overwhelming. And I loved the going back in time and getting glimpses of the other, you know, the story that you knew and uh, just fantastic to see the heartbreak in Captain America's eyes, Steve Rogers eyes when he Mm -hmm. sees, 
what's her face? Carter, Agent Carter. Yes. And, Ugh. you know, Tony Stark meeting his dad. It, it's those, you, they've talked about them all the time. Big part of the Iron Man lore is the relationship between Tony and his dad and why he does things he way. And then they mm-hmm. had that moment together. There was just a lot of that that I loved that just felt special. And so it all kind of built to that beautiful battle at the end. And you just, when you notice he has that glove on and yes. your heart just, your stomach drops and you're like, oh gosh. And he gets to say the line mm-hmm. one last time. And I knew, I knew going mm-hmm. into that movie that he wasn't going to make it out because there's, because Robert Downey Jr. had said he was done and mm-hmm. there's no way to have like Spider-Man doing a thing and like, well, you would call Iron Man now. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the hardest Help. thing about the whole Marvel universe to have those independent movies because like, where were, where was everyone? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand why everyone was not there helping. Oh, uh-huh. like what, where was Thor? Like, uh-huh. I know he's off running around, but like he's paying attention. You all know Spider-Man. Peter Parker is a teenage boy. He's <laughs> battling people. Where? Help him. Help him. Help. Like yeah. how in the world do you not show up to he's help him? He's a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it just, it's one of those where you, you wish it had, and it ended there. Yeah. It was a good ending. And then you have, you know, maybe come back 10 years later, not right up, you know, in the moment. Yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah, there were a lot of saturates the market. cheering moments mm-hmm. and screaming moments. There was a, yeah, I, the fabulous thing about that was sitting in that audience with all of these people that had been there for the whole journey for yeah. all of those. And I don't think we're ever going to get that again, no. movie-wise. Like, you've got, like, the Game of Thrones, but even, you know, some bars do, did Game of Thrones night and that kind of thing. Yeah. But for the most part, people are watching it at home. Plus, and I guess it's not in-game. It's, what's it called? Infinity mm-hmm. Wars. War. Yeah. And... When uh, we do get the beautiful moment when Vision and Wanda are fighting in, in oh, Scotland, yeah. in Edinburgh, or wherever it's for Glasgow, <sighs> and then all of a sudden Captain America shows up all bearded. Beard. Oh, oh my, God. my goodness. Oh, that is sir. the most. And the oh. train. Oh, gosh. You're just like, it's okay. The moment I they am catch in. the spear and stepping in. out. Oh, buddy. I mean, you almost have to name those two together because they did work so well together, but mm-hmm. in game, it's in game for me. Yeah, I thought that was fabulous. All right, Jessica. I don't know if it's allowed, but I'm going to pick it anyway. Uh-oh. Deadpool. I will allow Yes. <laughs> I was trying to figure out if that one would count, but yeah, go ahead for it. I, I love it. I mean, you don't get a whole lot better than a Ryan Reynolds no. becoming a sort of pseudo-superhero. <laughs> He's trying real hard Super not something. to, yeah. <laughs> he he just he's really in it for himself more than anything else, and that's kind of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there, his love story is beautiful but sad, and, and ridiculous. And <laughs> ridiculous, and the, the music is amazing, yes. and it's one of the most one of the funniest things. It is just fun. Mm-hmm. One yeah, it's one that I can watch. I mean, there's some sad parts, but I can watch it at any time and it will cheer me up. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing like my head goes back cuz that came into my brain even the first Guardians because of yeah. the humor in that Thor Ragnarok. I tend to gravitate to the ones that aren't as serious. The mm-hmm. Iron Man's tend to be a bit of a downer. I mean, yes, there's humor in them because Tony Stark is who he is, but the ones you want to rewatch are the ones that make you laugh. Yes, um, and and that is definitely and one and I mean it's a dark humor, which it is a dark is, humor, you know, uh-huh. dear to my heart as well. But it's just that he is overcoming this 
really, really bad, dumb thing that happens to him, and then coming out the other side. The scene where he's sitting on the couch so... with the blind woman, and he's oh, regrowing his little hair, yes. and, just, and he's wearing the Crocs, and, the, and I, that whole sequence yes. is probably one of my All favorite of sequences. All of it with the, the old movie. lady is... See, and what I really love about Deadpool is he doesn't really get an arc. Yeah. He doesn't change. No, no. Like, he, he gets the him. girl, but it, like, he's still you a snarky little. You don't want him to either. Yeah. Like, there's certain no, characters where perfect. I don't want you to change. Like, no, no. And I love just the, the story behind it, too. His love for that character and yes. how he pushed so long. Yes. And, you know, it. It's I loved fun all to see that kind of perseverance of the in interviews from right after the first one came out, where they were discussing like that ten minute test footage that had leaked, uh-huh. and Ryan Reynolds was always like looking at the ceiling, like I don't uh-huh. know. <laughs> there was three people that had access to it. I didn't do it. I said, oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> it, just, it just wasn't. It just happened. I don't know. And then they had to greenlight the picture. Darn. <laughs> in, in the way that he also just makes fun of himself yes. all the way through the movie, but then in general as an actor. And the, when he's able to make fun of the Green Lantern suit uh-huh. and all yes. of that is just, it's well, just The wonderful. very end of the second one where he's hopping around in time and he yes. shoots Ryan Reynolds as he's getting the, sh- the script for Green Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, Canada. And then, of course, all of the Wolverine stuff yes. that goes along with I it. I am so looking forward to the third one since Hugh Jackman. <laughs> I do too. I love that he's like, Logan was a fabulous final arc for this character. That Ooh, Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Why not? I'll come Be back. fun. All right. My last one. My absolute favorite is Iron Man. I say this right after you just insulted my Iron Man. <laughs> I, I did not insult him. <laughs> they're, but they're not the they're not the slapsticky kind of no, funny. Definitely as the not. Others. No. But it is. I mean, first of all, Robert Downey Jr. was just perfect, mm-hmm. and I think you needed someone with his level of charisma mm-hmm. to make Tony Stark likable because he's not supposed to be the hero. That's not who he's yeah. not. Thor. He's not Captain America. He's not the good guy. He's a really smart guy, and yeah. he's kind of an ass. He's an ass. <laughs> but he's deep down he's a, a solid human being, but, you know, he's also not going to make you feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, it, that's not his job. He'll save your life, but he's not going to tell you you're pretty. Yeah. <laughs> it also just really worked with Robert Downey Jr. as an actor. He had that reputation for yes. being kind of a uh-huh. not-so-great guy, a rock star who was, you know, uh-huh. destroying hotel rooms and things like that. And, uh-huh. and then and nobody it, fully expected Iron Man to work at the beginning right. because he had trashed his career so many times. And he owns up to that now. I love yeah. that. He's just like, yeah, I, I done messed up a lot. But you have... Well, he has a farm. Yes. <laughs> like goats. It's just adorable. But oh. I love his humor. I love that... No matter, I mean, he has a great arc throughout the whole series, but he doesn't change too much. Mm-hmm. I, I even really liked um, the second and third Iron Mans, and I know especially the third one didn't do, people didn't seem to like that one Is as that much. Is that the Sam Rockwell one? Yeah. Is the second one the Russian Ooh, whipper? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that one. See, and that's why I liked three, because you got his, like, PTSD and his panic attacks yeah. and all of that, and I thought that was a great window that we didn't see with a lot of the characters, and it really showed that, like, oh, he was a god. He was, yeah. like... Yeah. he's a human, yeah. as yeah. opposed to a god that probably uh-huh. doesn't think the same way. Yeah, yes. and he wasn't a soldier. He mm-hmm. wasn't... He, I love him pointing that out. Like, but no, we're... This, I love that you are a soldier and yeah. the, the Captain America, like that was your thing. 
the rest of us don't do that. Yeah, yeah. I also enjoy that you get Pepper that's kind of evening him out. And yes. Like just keeping him mm-hmm. like from going too far, most of the time, trying to keep him from going too far overboard. Without being too judgy, like she yells yeah. at him when she needs to, but... She knows uh, who he, he is who he yeah. is, and he's not going to change. Uh-huh. And she has no problem holding her own power, like when she tosses the reporter lady out with that uh-huh. whole, like, sometimes I even take out the trash. Yeah. Like, I get it, you're making fun of me for being his personal assistant, you can almost see her going, do you have any idea how much I make? Yeah. The people I talk I'm to on a daily basis. the company. Uh-huh. Yeah. Tony Stark doesn't want to talk to the Prime Minister of wherever. You Pepper's the one doing that. And it's it's kind of amazing that they kept those big stars through the entire, yes. what, two, three phases, how many phases it ever took to get to Endgame. That, I mean, she didn't have to be, no. Gwyneth Paltrow did not have to be Pepper Potts. She did not have to keep showing up, and, mm-hmm. and yet she did. Uh, you know, he didn't have to at a certain, I mean... Yeah. Man's now made of money. He didn't need to do that either, but he kept showing up and all of them, which I think is pretty fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I know it's gonna sound weird, but nobody died either. Like yeah. I think of yeah. our poor not poor Harry Potter, but like the the loss of Dumbledore mm-hmm. I think actually worked out better at the end because you needed somebody like what's his name? Michael, Michael Gambon. Towards the end, where Richard Harris mm-hmm. was just too old, it wasn't going to be the same. But it was still hard when you lose, uh-huh. when the character that, shifts and you have to, in your brain, be like, no, wait, that's Dumbledore kind yeah. of thing. Like, other than Rhodey changed, yes. the actor changed. Nobody died, but the actor changed. And technically, Bruce Banner, but they just but ignored really, yeah. the last movie because yeah. nobody, no, that's fine. That was fine. The Hulk, independent Hulk movies don't seem to do very well. No. I didn't watch She-Hulk, all of She-Hulk. I need to go back and finish that. I've heard, I mean, it's a different vibe, but mm-hmm. a lot of fun. So I, I like her, the girl from Black something. Orphan Black. Orphan Black. Black. I got there. Thank mm-hmm. you. You and got there. I didn't get there. I never finished the um, Daredevil and Daredevil adjacent shows. I didn't finish those either. Because I started to watch Iron Fist and I was like, this is bad. Yeah. <laughs> I did not like that one. Yeah, there's a lot of those that I didn't. Um, I feel bad leaving out Black Panther, one of my favorites. I I love just the strong females in that and Mm -hmm. how they are kind of honored in that culture and um, play a big role in the protection of the one like captain of the guard Uh when her boyfriend is like, You stand against me? And she's like, Yeah, Yeah. this is my job. (laughs) (laughs) And you're being you're being stupid. What are you doing? Uh Um, but then I love that. They show that fierceness in Endgame, and you get to see some of that again. Mm-hmm. Love that one. I do really like um, the first Guardians. It's not yeah. in my top ones, but it was, again, just different. And I like ensembles. I mm-hmm. yeah. They're a lot of fun. and They had a great, great soundtrack. It did have a great soundtrack, too, the way yeah. they used the, the music. They have done phenomenally with music. I mean, Thor Ragnarok, using that, what was it, the immigrant mm-hmm. song yes. as Thor comes in, it was just mm-hmm. like, oh my God. Yeah. I was going to sing it and then I didn't want to hurt everybody. <laughs> um, so, yeah, nope, I've, I've just, yeah. they've been fun, <clears throat> I'm, but I'm done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't need to continue. I did love some Jessica Jones. I know we were talking yes. TV Ooh. a little bit. I, yeah. I that was dark. Absolutely. That upset me. David Tennant was too dark. I couldn't take. He kept saying my name. I know. It was so nice. What he. The danger that he posed her and the oh, way gosh. he was dangerous to her, it was upsetting Terrifying, to me. It honestly. was like, no, I don't like this at all. 
But I did watch at least how many was there just one or two seasons of that? I, I think it was thing. just the one. But or no, there were two. two there and then she two. was in they did um was it in Defenders? Defenders, oh, yeah. yeah. So and that's Daredevil and Did Jessica you watch Jones. Eternals? I did not I because you said it wasn't any good. <laughs> it was awful. I was like, what is this? This is Ugh. stupid. And I wish I hadn't spent my time on that one. <laughs> And there were people in it that I was like, yes. Yeah, this is looking at the I'm cast. Excited. It looks fabulous. No. That was a big no. I think that's partly what made Jessica Jones what it was. And David Tennant, obviously amazing. But the, the cast was just fantastic. Yeah. And Doctor Strange. That's his name? I, yes. I, yeah. I, I was going to say Strange Love was in my head. <laughs> uh, I was like, no, that's Peter Sellers. Uh it, I watched him. They were just a bridge for me. I don't mm-hmm. ever go back and rewatch them. I got irrationally mad at Doctor Strange in the last Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. Like, in what world? You're an the, adult, dude. Yes, the grown adults <laughs> start a spell that will change people's brains before finishing a conversation. Yes. Like, you need to sit down and talk about this yes. before you do it. I you get are the him. adult yes. in this situation. It didn't occur to him that maybe... His only living family should remember who yeah. he... Like, come on, dude. I, I did love what they did with that and bringing all the Spider-Mans together. Yes. Kudos to them for that. It was a moment and it the was The screams fun. in my theater uh-huh. when they realized that was Andrew Garfield. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. And I think that's... Marvel did a good job of building in those moments. And there was typically some kind of moment like that in all of them. I mean, yeah. even in Guardians, the dance battle at the end, where you're just like, this is aw- like this is ridiculous and they awesome all at the themselves. same time. They, yeah. they don't work against themselves in that way. They just mm-hmm. go, okay, let's just keep making fun of yeah. ourselves. Let's be yeah. ridiculous. I mean, and- Taika Waititi is, what's mm-hmm. his name? Kra- Why did- Korg? Korg. I think so. And just, you know... Leaning into that as far as they leaned into that, giving those moments. Um, well, and Fat Thor. Fat yes. Thor. That was brilliant. And what I loved was that when the, everything starts up and the lightning comes down and he's got his hammer again and all that, he's still fat. He's still fat. Like, he hasn't worked that <laughs> off oh my yet. Gosh, do you know when I screamed the most <laughs> huh. was in, um, what, I can't remember, was it Endgame? No, it was Infinity War. Uh, Peter Dinklage showing up. Yes! At the forge. I got so, I was like, wait a second. That's Dinklage. And I got so excited that I had no idea he was going to pop up. Oh, gosh, I love him so much. My favorite person. That's one actor, like, his voice. I wish he would read audiobooks or something. There's something about his voice that I just find fantastic. All right, favorite Peter Dinklage role. There's an obvious winner. I have one off the top of my head. The winner is death at a funeral. Yes. But I also really love Penelope. I do love Penelope. But But death at a funeral when he's showing the pictures and then he's high jumping up and down. What? But Tyrion. Tyrion is great. But he's still not jumping up and down with his hands tied together on a couch totally out of his mind. (laughs) Doing what only Peter Dinklage can do. I mean, even Elf. Elf. Even a little bit of the the angry elf scene. And then there's Cyrano where we get his dramatic... I need to rewatch that. I only watched that that one time. And I knew going into it, I know how that movie ends. (laughs) Oh, all right. Do you think we covered everything? I mean, I could talk about... Loki for another hour, but yeah, we should probably let people get about their day. Yeah, (laughs) thanks. (laughs) 
<laughs> we hope you had fun. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, really. It is so appreciated. If you haven't already, I hope you subscribe so that we can keep going on this journey together. And if you've got the time, it would be awesome if you could rate and review so that other individuals like these weirdos here can have random conversations with me about pop culture. And it's true. I don't really know what I'm talking about, but we have a lot of fun. So you know, subscribe so that you can always be a part of that fun. If you want to share the podcast, you can do that too. That would be awesome. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook as a bit of fun with Emily. Go have yourself a bit of fun today and I will see you next time. No, I won't because I am taking December off. So we will see each other in 2024. I'll be back in January of next year. I am going to take a month off to work on my book because I've been trying to write a book while also doing these podcasts and it doesn't work. There's just too much content to make and I've got too little time to do that. So I'm going to take the month of December off. I hope you have a wonderful holiday season, a very happy new year. I hope that you will hold out and come back and join me in 2024 so we can keep talking about, keep talking about, I can talk about movies and pop culture and maybe have these weirdos on again from time to time. We have a whole list that I have ready for them to join me in. So Happy holidays. I will see you soon.